everybody. Welcome to the 70th episode of MathCast. I'm your host, Christian. And I'm your co-host, Levi. And uh, before we get started, quick reminder that bans on this episode were decided entirely by our Patreon supporters, actually. So please check out our Patreon page for some cool exclusive benefits, such as access to our livecast, our private Discord, and some cool swag, like mugs, prints, and even the fucking neck gator, which I have to remind you, uh, neck gators are not actually masks, though, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> it's just it's just <laughs> for the drip. All for the drip. It is for the drip, yep. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Another quick announcement, uh, Philly Friends can roll out to Milk Boy on January 6th for the homies in Under the Pier, Black Matter Device, Fever Dreams, Dark Waters End, and Zombie Shark, sponsored by MathCore Index. And it's January wow, what a, 6th. what a MathCore Index show that is. Fucking A, right, dog? Shit, man. Isn't wow. That the shit? Yeah. That's the, that is the community page right there, basically. Like, that, that is, is amazing. exactly what it is. It is the entirety yeah. of the community page. Yeah, and I believe the guitarist of Fever Dreams is the one who's booking this. Alec? Amazing. So, yeah, uh, again, January 6th, Milk Boy, Philly, roll the fuck out. It's going to be a good fucking time. It's going to be all kinds Shoot. of homies there. Levi and I probably won't be there, but, um, well, maybe. Maybe. No. I don't know. We'll see. Christian, we will not be there. You know that we will not be there. Don't you tell know. them that. I'm trying to go to Arctan- <laughs> I'm trying to go to Arctangent now in August. After this last, I was on the heaviest podcast the other day, and they're like, "Yo, you should come out for Arctangent in August." And I was like, "Oh, maybe actually, I I might do that." So, I'm jealous that you still made it for the last Dillinger show. I still can't believe you went out there for that, man. So I guess I can't question you too much. Yeah, I'm I'm glad and lucky, very very fortunate to be able to see my favorite band play their last show. Uh, anyway, one last uh, other quick announcement: we started a- another another side blog. Death Metal Index. So if you want some more purely death metal recommendations, you can go check that out. We brought Dan Wolfson the fuck on to help us uh, run that page. So Thanks, go. Dan. Thank you, Dan. Very cool. And Quaid Ross and I will probably be doing a podcast at some, some point, so maybe we'll get Dan on there as well. So Death Metal Index, go check that out. The Screamo Index and Mathcore Index aren't quite satisfying you yet. Uh, we, we've got, we're we're going to franchise this shit. It's a veritable franchise now. We're, that'll, we're that'll be five dollars. We're taking over. We're taking this over. Is, this is a take, takeover. It's a, it's, it's a takeover. Hot, hot style. Um. Oh shit! There is a little bit of Christmas light here. Okay. Cool. 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 That's nice. <laughs> yes. I it's got in, like the. It's in the shot, even though nobody but our Patreon supporters will see it to appreciate it. This whole room is covered in Christmas lights, but for some weird reason, it's only picking up this much. So it's all good. So. Yeah, uh, something about Levi, everybody that you should know is he's very, you're, you're very, you're very holiday oriented, aren't you? You're very. You're I very love festive. Christmas. <laughs> okay. Like, are you are uh, you already listening to Christmas music? Tell me, tell me you are. I know you are. You didn't, dude. I'm so glad you didn't hunt me on Spotify today and stalk me and shit on Spotify. You would have been so upset with me. Yeah, I saw so you were listening upset. to Wallow, Wallowing, rather, like the last possible moment. So I'm assuming you were spending some, some doing some leisure listening when you should have been podcast listening. Today, today I was I'm leisure listening because that's what I do. I, I, but anyways, yes, um, for everybody out there, uh, uh, I love Christmas. I fucking hate God, but I love Christmas so much. I fucking want to, I just, I fuck, ah, I love it. I love the, the red and green and everything. It's all good. But um, I basically wear Christmas t-shirts and socks and underwear all day, every day from probably the 23rd of November until January 3rd or 4th. But, uh, so that's my life. That's what I do. Do do you enjoy eggnog? Are you an eggnog person? If there's booze in it? Well, yeah. Yes. 
Um, I, I'll, I'll put a splash in my coffee sometimes when I feel festive. Uh, there's a carton in the fridge right now, but do I drink eggnog? I end up not drinking it, but I buy a carton or two and it just kind of gets wasted through the month or two. But yeah, I use it for a splash of coffee and then some nights I'll put whiskey in it, but man, most of the time it's just after so much whiskey, it's like the, the, the pancake batter that you were drinking now makes you sick versus makes you feel good. And it's like, it's this weird thing. So yeah. Yeah. Like makes you feel like really, really full. Yeah. It's a balance. Um, and it is just like dairy, sugar, and like just eggs. Mix it with the booze, like a fucking it's cocktail. A lot of, it's a lot. Of, I, I guess like I got better things to give myself the shits for than that. <laughs> so I got better things to do. Totally. I have enough burritos yeah. and Chinese food as it is. Exactly. Exactly. Lots of coffee. Ex- I don't need to. I don't need to be drinking eggnog like, of all fucking things. I don't need to. Like it's literally. It's literally. It's like thin. It's literally thin pancake batter without the flour. Like that's all that eggnog is. Is like pancake batter without the flour. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just, basically it's like half and a half. <laughs> Homie, some... it's a lot of things. It's egg. It's the egg whites and stuff in there, and then the cream. The heavy cream, and then like the sh- oh, it's like oh my god, it's crazy. Um, I even buy the good, the the quote unquote the good shit, and even that the ingredient list is like wow, you really can't get away from most of this stuff. So the good kind, eight bucks. Yeah. <laughs> what 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 is a uh, what is good eggnog to you exactly? Uh, Trader, Trader Clover, Joe's eggnog. Clo- Clover. No, Clover does a Clover does a good cheap batch, but uh, Strauss, if you really want some. If you just want it right from the street, from the udder, that kind of thing. Because you know how Strauss is. <coughs> Strauss is like that glass bottle, real milk shit. So, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. And once right. again, I'm not a connoisseur. I'm just saying. Clover. Do it. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Um, I respect that. Do you that. sip on it or what? Yeah, I mean, occasionally, but definitely prefer it if it's got booze in it. Because, as you say, it's kind of... I've got better things that I can destroy my stomach with as opposed to, like, eggnog. So, so Veronica... So Veronica basically knows like the, the 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 decorations pop up on the 25th. Like basically, as soon as we're done with Thanksgiving, that's when we put up the, the decorations. I start sneaking in some like pre uh, Christmas T-shirts, like before Thanksgiving. Like I'll sneak in some Gremlins T-shirts, some Die Hard T-shirts, where people are like, "Oh, I see what you're doing," like that kind of thing. Uh, but uh, as far as the the booze and everything, I stick it to like hot cider. And whiskey and Veronica like knows at about like in like another day or two all she's gonna smell is cinnamon and nutmeg and cider burning in that fucking kitchen like nonstop and then she knows when she smells cider that means the whiskey's involved then Levi's just drinking whiskey and everything so that's just that's the holidays for me <laughs> getting progressively angrier angrier is how you know it's mostly whiskey at that point if it's just whiskey, actually, no, I just want to take a night-night. <laughs> I just want to go night-night. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, anyways, uh, I'm, uh, I'm I'm having just a little ginger beer without the whiskey tonight, but I wish there was whiskey in there. So. Good for you. I'm showing some restraint. Uh, uh, are you getting tea or what you got going on? Yeah, I'm drinking some Earl Grey, you know, trying to just yeah. to soothe the throat. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't drink um, booze during the podcast anymore because I get all mealy mouthed and like after we've been talking for like an hour and a half, I'm like just slurring my words. Hella bad, you know. Got to have a cup of water beside you too. Uh, the uh, I was gonna say for the holidays for you guys, are you guys gonna put a tree in that in that little place or what? Yeah, I imagine we're gonna try to fit a, a tree in here. Like not like a, your, a big one, but we've got we've got like a, a we've got like a fold out one kind of dealy, like a little. Uh, oh, like a fake one. 
It's not even like a, a, a fake one. It's like a, a tree ornament that's like a fold-out tree. It's hard to explain. It's like a plastic fucking tree thing that looks like a Christmas tree that you set up and you can like hang ornaments from it. As long as lights are on, dude, I'm fucking down with it all. Game on. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll do something festive. Your gift is very large, though, at the house here, so you need to oh, be aware perfect. of that. Great. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure out somewhere to put it in my already extremely crammed apartment. We just got those. Yes. We just got those god awful truth records after getting the Pac Man the movie records out. So it was it was good timing, and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna up the ante, and your box is just as awkward as all that shit is. So game on, bud. Excellent. Is it like a Russian doll thing where it's a really small gift? <laughs> like in Oh, you're going to hate of like it. Inside like 20 Absolutely. large boxes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It's actually just a gift card, but it's in like a lot of boxes. Like right. you'll be very upset with me. Yep, so. <laughs> the gift is that you spend a lot of time doing it. So yep. Because <laughs> it's in gift time. I don't know. I don't know what that is. You know, and, and I, right. I, curse, I curse your name. I have you in mind for the duration of uh, while I'm doing it, though. You know. Pew, pew. It's the thought that counts, right? Yep. So are you guys going to go back to uh, North Dakota? Yeah, for like four days. That's it. Yep, come back. We uh, No, five days. And I got to gotta pay a, a guy to come here and take care of our fucking parrot. So that's a whole fucking thing. You're not going to fly with Toto? No, he talks too much. You fucking dude think he, he wouldn't, sh- he would never shut up. The thing would just be like in the airport, just going like, "What you doing? What you doing? What you doing? What you doing?" And like, I can't do that for fucking eight hours. <laughs> it's like a nervous tick he does. As soon as he starts getting nervous, he goes, "Woohoo! What you doing? What you doing? Woohoo! Woohoo!" Like she's he d- goes through the rolodex. <laughs> that's that's pretty and adorable. You know what? What you doing? Woohoo! And he goes, God, "What's the other one?" And he started saying Veronica's name the other day too, which is a fucking trip. So he's going Veronica. So that's like oh, Birdcast, dude. Yep. <laughs> but anyways, no, I'm not, we're not. We we have to like pay a guy to come here like twice a day to like take care of him and like give him attention and shit. So for our, for our listeners who don't know, Levi has a uh, what are you an African parrot? Or a- African red belly. But African we're getting another one. We got another one coming. So we'll have a friend here soon. So we won't have to worry about it so much. That's so funny. This. I never, never pictured you as a as, as a pet guy, let alone a bird man. You're a bird man. Bird man. (laughs) (laughs) It's much better than a kid and a dog. That's all I got to say right now. So that's my life. Uh, It's definitely, it's, uh, it's, yeah, might might have to agree with you there. Well, first of all, what it is, Christian, no matter what, it is a commitment because the things live 25 years. So I'll have this motherfucker and another one in a little bit for until I'm in my 50s, which is a trip in itself. (laughs) Levi Birdman. (laughs) <laughs> that is a good alter ego. Thank you, Dan. That is a good alter ego, yes. Uh, but no, literally, like, the thing is, like, Toto knows, like, his main thing he says is, what are you doing? And it's like, you can be in the middle of your fucking day, super stressed, and then he, like, will be tearing something apart, and you're like, you come to the room, and you're like, oh my god, dude, oh my god, and he looks at you and goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, oh, that brings on such existential dread. First of all, dude, what am I doing? Okay, um, I'm trying to stop you from doing this. What I'm doing, I was working. What I'm doing is trying to live. Like, uh, dude, it's such a fucking heavy thing for a little bird to ask you every day. Like, what are you, what doing? Are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, what are you God. doing? That's great. <laughs> yep, so. So funny. Yep. Yeah, like, I, thanks for thanks everybody listening to me just getting letting me get out that that off, off my chest because the bird fucking brings on so much stress and it's like I don't I don't know what I'm doing I'm trying to fucking answer the goddamn fucking things in the fucking room right now like yeah that's hilarious 
Are you about ready to get this get this going? We'll talk about some bands. Uh, and not birds? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about bands instead of birds. Okay, great. For sure. Let's do that. The first release that we're going to talk about is the, the Thin Wallowing Slabdragger Vixen Ma 4-Way Split. And uh, they just dropped their new 4-Way Split via Sludge Lord on September 30th. This is basically just a lot of doom and grind and sludge and stoner and sometimes even all of the fucking above just like mashed into one ridiculous mm-hmm. split. Every band on this fucking uh, release just brings it. Yes. Uh, was it not a... It's like Sludge Lord. I believe it's Sludge Lord and like Bad Voodoo or some other label. I believe there's another label involved. But anyways. That's, I, yeah, that's very I possible. So, uh, I, I, because because, Sludge, um, because it's, it's it's a US and a UK release. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they're, they're, multi, they're like separate variants per... Like this, this, this came out like I'm pretty sure... Might I, I think it was cassette, CD, vinyl, but I know U.S. colorway was one thing, and then the U.K. was another thing. So I'm pretty sure there's another label involved. But let's just say Sludge Lord for right now, and then like Bad Voodoo or something like that. I'll just check that out right now. That seems extremely likely. Yeah, if you want to verify that, Sludge Lord is kind of one of those labels that is like a collaborative label, much like Zakama Beach. They kind of just have their their hand in a bunch of different releases with a bunch of different labels quite often. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Um, uh, Black Voodoo uh, Records. So, uh, we're, uh, Sludge Lord uh, would UK. be UK, and then uh, Black Voodoo would be uh, US. Word. So, yeah, boom. Good to know. Yeah. Something I, I totally missed and must have glossed over when I was looking through the notes there. <clears throat> their band it camp, just, rather. It, it literally was like in the corner of my eye every time I went to band camp to listen to this shit. was just like, that just kept, you know, anyways. Uh, continue on, my friend. Yeah, I was just going to say that Thin truly reminding us that they are a grindcore band on this release Woo! it's just, so good dude every song is just so short you know they really just managed to pack quite a bit of music into those like you know 40 to 50 seconds <laughs> and yep, sometimes yep. it's like just two or three ideas and then the song is over but they managed to like take an idea and like sort of modify it or alter it um, add some variations to it and then, for, I mean, honestly, for everybody out there, uh, Thin is the main thing that attracted us to this four-way split. We've covered Thin before in the past, mm-hmm. uh, and just uh, Thin has uh, a pedigree uh, behind them with uh, just members from other bands. Uh, so we just, uh, we, we are we're quite a fan of Thin. So this is what brought us to this four-way split. Big fucking fans of Thin. Absolute homies yep. of the podcast and Mathcore Index. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're fucking, they're a ripper, and they're definitely what drew us to covering this release initially, of course, as Levi was just saying. <clears throat> and yeah, this, this, but, uh, newer, yeah. this newer batch of songs to them, though, is really uh, quite concise. These are definitely EP songs, for sure, you know, if that makes sense. Man, it's so great to see so many short and sweet tracks coming from these uh, 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 these, these four bands all together like this. Uh, it's it's. It's amazing. Um, everybody really gets their fill, uh, so to speak. Uh, in if we're to pack this all onto a twelve inch, you know what I'm saying? Like it, everybody gets their fucking turn and their time. So it's great. Yeah, every every band brings some really quality tracks on this release for sure. Absolutely. Um, I, I like how Slabdragger and Vixen Mob both seem like they might have like a tinge of humor to what they're doing as well. Yes, uh, Slabdragger. I really enjoyed like the super sick, uh, the super uh, thick riffs. Uh, very similar to like High on Fire and uh, yeah, basically High on Fire was really where I was going with yeah. that. Um, I, that wasn't the tip of my tongue, and I couldn't quite articulate it. But <clears throat> yeah, uh, I hate God too, but really High on Fire was kind of where it was sticking out to me. And I think it's because um, of the singing parts. Yes. Yes. 
which really did uh, those like stuck out to me. I did not expect to like enjoy that. They really caught me off guard with how much I enjoyed Jennifer specifically. Uh, for uh, Slab Drager. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, loving uh, loving the singing on the back end of that track. Wallowing. I really enjoyed just that black and grimy death metal that was going on there. Um, been listening to a lot of bands off Maggot Stomp records, so uh, I'm sure that was some, working for you then. Yeah. The old school yeah, death wallowing metal vibes. Really, <laughs> yeah, man, it was getting me there, dude. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I, that I, shit I is really fucking filthy. That. Those vocals are so nasty and unhinged, uh, especially on yep. Orbital Detritus, which basically mm-hmm, means mm-hmm. space trash. <laughs> that that's that's my favorite from uh, from Wallowing. Same, same. And they also yeah. do this really funny thing where they basically bait you into thinking there's about to be a breakdown, and then it just kind of, like, turns into a D-beat instead. It's a tease. It's yeah. a tease. Good note. It's yes. a total yes. tease. I was like, oh, here it comes. Oh, D-beat. <laughs> ah, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I guess, uh, I, I mean, so I don't have too many, too much else to say about these bands other than the description, you know, uh, so I'm going to say Slab Dragger, uh, the Phobos was my favorite track on that. Uh, on, on, with them, and then uh, Vixen. I guess it'd be uh, Kerr. Oh, man, can we favorite. just talk about Vixen Ma for a second before we? Start yeah, talking let's, about yeah, dude. Well, well I, I went with this. So, so Kerr's my favorite track there. But yeah, Vixen yeah. Ma. Holy shit! Um, this sleeper of this of the split. Like I did not with that name. I don't know what I was expecting, but this shit is fucking ridiculous. Coming from dude, coming swinging out of New York, just like fucking thin, basically, or maybe thin's like New Jersey. Sorry guys, if I got that wrong, They're from uh, Brooklyn. but, uh, Brooklyn, oh, all right. They're both from Brooklyn, uh, but so this, so Vixen Ma is case in point, what the perk of having a four way split is because most of the time with four way split, you're going to be introduced to something, something new. This Somebody's got to be, pretty fresh so so vixen yeah vixen ma where i was like whoa i did not know like whoa you exist oh shit you're out of new york like holy shit like had to go back a little bit and check them out so yeah uh shout out to fucking just splits and just kind of shoving everything down your ear uh in just one one album you almost gotta take the ride sometimes and just take it in so um i really enjoyed it and then uh yeah like i said favorite favorite track was Kerr. Yeah, that is the beauty of the split, for sure, especially a four-way split. You get the opportunity to not discover just, like, one new band, potentially, but potentially, you know, three new bands. Cause you, but, Dude. you know, assuming you're coming to the split for one band in particular, and that's the way it usually goes. This was a good year of splits. This is the year of the four-way split, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Everybody, and it's great. I fucking, I love it, man. Invite everybody to the party. Why not? Let's do this, you know? That's great. Yeah, and in many cases, there are... All of these splits, the bands, I don't want to say they're stylistically disparate, but they were certainly, like, not all homogenous in their sound. Like, they're pretty fucking varied, you know? That Four Ways to Die split with Kurama, Thought Crime, and, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the Queen Guillotined, and whomever else was on that. That was definitely a... That was a pretty varied split. Yeah, that was was a good fuck. Yeah, but anyway, Vixen Ma, though, really stole the show for me personally. I feel like their share of the tracks were overall the most impressive, over-the-top and technical, and the most adventurous stylistically, considering all the glitch elements. They even managed to, like, work in some uh, little soft, loud dynamics with that instrumental break at the beginning of Septic Bloom. Yeah! Yeah! So paying attention to flow there, you know, even though it's, like, just their contribution to this EP, they, like, really put some thought into, like, whatever runtime they had occupying this 12 inch so kudos to them and i don't feel like it was superfluous either it was like really well worked into that track septic 
bloom. You know, it wasn't just like an ornament or an afterthought. It really felt like it was part of the track. Yep. Uh, but yeah, Kerr is definitely the track, though, because it's just like a minute and 16 seconds of tech grind madness. And to be fair, they really do, again, add that breathing room. So uh, yeah, let's go ahead and give them... Um, so let's so, so, so so let's go down let's go down the menu here. So for Vixen Ma, we're serving him we're serving him Kerr. Kerr, right? yeah. All right. So Slab Dragger, what we got for Slab Dragger? For Slab, so yeah. Let's see. I'll just go ahead and rattle it off. I already got the songs picked. So we're gonna play for Do you, you. Okay. Good. Good. Wallowing, uh, Orbital Detritus, uh, Thin. I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going. Mm-hmm. Slab Dragger, Jennifer, and Vixen Ma Kerr, and that's off their four way split, uh, which came out via. Sludge Lord Records on September 30th. Here we go.
batch of wow. fucking tracks yep. really loving ashley's vocals on this batch of thin tracks they're so animalistic and like feral he sounds like a fucking a dog <laughs> the way he's like it's kind of like the napalm yep. deathy sort of style almost in a way yeah very barky love it very love barky it. really good shit also just yeah again vixen ma brings it so fucking hard some some of the some of the guitar parts sound maybe a little quantized perhaps, but fucking the material is fucking insane. There's just that one part where I was like, yeah, maybe just a little punched in. Uh, 
But great material. So that was orbital detritus, orbital detritus by Wallowing. I don't know where I am. I don't know where I'm going by Thin. Jennifer by Slabdragger and Kerr by Vixen Ma, respectively. And that's off their four-way split that came out back in September via Sludge Lord Records. And I think the 12 inches sold out, but there's probably some cassettes left. Mm-hmm. And Levi, who was the other label again? Uh, Black Voodoo Records. Uh, so that'll be the U.S. Uh, so Thank Sludge you. Lord UK, Black Voodoo U.S. Shout bada out. Bada bing, bada boom. Go buy it. Pew-pew. It's a fucking split, baby. You know what to do. <laughs> it's it's four bands. Don't be stupid. Don't be don't be dumb. You're making money on top of money here, people. You got to fucking do it. <laughs> That's four bands per release. Think of the efficiency there. You know, four bands mm-hmm. per release. You know, absolutely. You're, you're really absolutely. You're covering a lot of ground. You know. Otis, hey, my guy. You're late, Otis. If you're just joining us uh, and you've never listened to this podcast before, you can become a Patreon supporter and jump in the live cast text chat on our private Discord and uh, say stuff to us. We love it. Mm-hmm. We, we love having you hang out. So the next band we're going to talk about is D.B. Cooper. <clears throat> D.B. Cooper are a four-piece mathcore band from Albany, New York. We discussed them earlier this... A lot of New York this... shit going on tonight, dude. Damn, <laughs> already. Holy shit. I guess you're right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All kinds of New York bands. So yeah, they're from Albany, New York, and uh, we discussed them earlier this year when they released their four-way split via Cliff Parade Records. Yep. And now the band are back with their uh, with what is ostensibly their debut EP, The Crisis Years. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't have anything out before that, right? They just their very they first. They had nothing. They had yeah, their yep, first recordings that's, that's on the split, right? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so this is their debut EP. It came out on October 29th. and uh, I would describe their sound as a combination of sassy mathcore and grind, growing sassier by the day, really. And they seem to be really pulling from bands like Heavy Heavy Lolo, uh, See You Space Cowboy, like basically on that family tree. Uh, you said everything right there, bud. Um, and not even trying to make it simple. It's just, it is what it is. D.B. Cooper is exactly that. Uh, it is, it, it is just this, uh, heavy, um, and I would, I'm not saying it is, but it's just, it just sounds like such heavy, sassy, drug-induced, fucking just Thank you. fall apart style. Just like, holy shit. I don't know. It's, 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 a. Uh, yeah, it it's is a, very. It's a lot. It's a lot to unpack. You know. You know. It's Definitely. like it's it's crumbling in front of your hands as you're like you picking it up and enjoying it. It's like just falling apart and just like it's great, dude. Every track is is solid as shit. Lyrics are amazing. Um, I really enjoy the the vocals. Um, as much sass as there is in in DB Cooper, I feel like the yeah, vocals are just this desperate, fucking aggravated vocal styling that really does not carry the sass you're really experiencing the sass i feel like in the in the music itself you know i really don't think the vocals bring the sass but um you're right i think you're right yeah they're, sometimes they're a uh, bit talky but m- mostly they're kind of that desperate sort of growl yeah but but even even the even the talky stuff that adds another that's other side of like desperate shit it's just it just sounds like this this, this vocalist is just so desperate to just tell you how they are feeling and just trying to get it out just like you know it's like that grabbing the face like pulling it down like it's great man i really do um pick this certain vibe with db cooper that i'm uh it's um i mean even like the track titles right we're we're, we're talking therazine uh ativan yeah. benadryl yeah. fucking sort of back like, up what you're saying about it being drug induced yeah every song title is a is a drug name so 
Yeah, and it's all like kind of things that would. I mean, other than Benadryl, but I mean, other most of these drug, most of these titles are to focus on the human psyche to make you feel quote unquote better. You know what I'm saying? Like to or to numb the senses a little bit. Um, I feel like Benadryl is the only one where it's like, oh, you might have a swollen throat from eating seafood. So here's some Benadryl. But the other ones seem <laughs> more intense. Yeah, I don't think I've ever taken. Maybe I've taken Benadryl once or twice. Yeah, don't know what for. Oh, do you, you never had hives? Never had hives when you were a kid? Somebody gave you yeah, a Benadryl? Yeah, I did have hives. Yeah, I did have hives once when I was going Benadryl out Benadryl for... always makes you sleepy. That's what it <laughs> this is. This is a, yeah. a quick aside. I, I got I broke out in hives when I was auditioning for some such part. Like I was trying to like get an agent or something at this talent scout thing. Because when I was a kid, I was trying to be a child actor. I'm not sure if, if I told you that, but I have like headshots and everything. I think you've seen the headshots. But um, I, I was out there trying to like get an agent and try to like get work as an actor. And like while I was in line to like go do my audition, I broke out in fucking hives all over my face, and then I bombed as hard as you could possibly bomb. You and choked, was kid. You choked. Yeah. <laughs> you choked. You <laughs> choked. That completely changed my path from trying to be wow. an actor. Wow. Wow, hey, do you know what? That probably saved you years of drug abuse and fucking just, like, mental anguish being a childhood actor. So that's Yeah, cool. like, doing... The audition was weird, too, because it was just, like, an, a small auditorium. I don't even know how to describe it. I was in, put in front of all these lights and, like, cameras and all these people, and they were, like, giving me, like, directions, and, like, everyone was talking to me, and it was super intense, so I broke out in hives. Required one diddle, which I didn't know what that was at that time. It was kind of interesting. It's like, what's a diddle, you know? <laughs> well, thank you, Levi, for taking it to that extremely dark corner of your mind. <laughs> anyway, so back to back to D.B. Cooper, though. Yeah, definitely very drug-induced. And um, I feel that perhaps maybe that's sort of also um, a projection of the level of energy on these tracks because they, they overall, they feel a little bit more laid back and restrained and a little less aggressive. I feel like this this batch of songs wasn't quite as strong as the songs from the split, but you know, nonetheless, I feel like this band continues just to show tons of promise. I'm really excited to see what they do next because there's just there's a ton of potential here. I will bounce off. Uh, I'll ping pong you a little bit here and say that that's actually what I was trying to go off with what I was describing, just like that fall apart in between your fingers. You know, you pick it up and you enjoy it and it just kind of crumbles. I feel like that is what is... Uh, I don't know. I feel like it might just be the styling of this band. Um, I'm noticing the same kind of styling of breakdowns. Uh, yeah, so they got kind of a sludgier side to them as well. That sort of reminds sludgier, me of Gaza. Yeah. Yep. Um. I mean, th- uh, the fuck. I mean, track five, Therazine. If you go to that track, uh, it kind of gives me Sawtooth Grin vibes. The fuck. The the tone of the guitar and everything. The black, the black, the black, black, black. You know. Um. I. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, what Adavan um, really stood out, like just as far as that, that the frustrated track, uh, the lyrics. It's sort of a grindcore uh, oriented track, actually. I think that's like the most straightforward, yeah. like to the point track on the album. I love the lyrics. The forever a failure <clears throat> lyric. It's just like, yep, that's pretty short and sweet, man. Like game. Yeah, the on. lyrics are uh, the lyrics do stand out in in a yep. lot of these tracks for sure. I enjoyed the lyrics. Uh, uh, I enjoyed the lyrics in all the tracks. There were certain ones I would like, you know. Uh, choose over the others but yeah man um i would just just saying saying going off what you were saying earlier i just feel like um i actually enjoy this like slow slow down fall apart kind of just chaotic style of music i wouldn't even describe it as like messy um it's but they definitely are more laid back i guess like yeah i mean Um, right away with benadryl style i mean the first track benadryl i mean it takes you in that spacey drunken direction right from the get-go 
Absolutely, dude. You're just like lost, you know? You're like some, like trying to sort through something, trying to go down a hallway, you know? Like, yeah, it's great. And that being said, even though it's not as like energetic as their other stuff, I, I do, that song, that part in particular does stick out in my head. Uh, this, I, this, I think uh, that Haldol is the best track, though. It's got those great disco beats interspersed with blast beats. And agreed. in particular, what I like most about that track is Shay's vocal performance. Like his vocals on the back end in particular are just completely fucking unhinged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love it. I, I totally agree with you, man. That would be the track I would choose as well, especially for this podcast. I agree. I mean, it's either that or Edavan. Edavan's again a, a bit more to the point, but it's also kind of like just a bit more straightforward compositionally. So let's give him Haldel. Perfect. So we're going to play Haldel, which is track two from D.B. Cooper's new EP, The Crisis Years. And that came out on October 29th. Here we go. vocals definitely the biggest highlight of the release for sure absolutely so that was Haldol which is track 2 from D.B. Cooper's new EP The Crisis Years and that came out on October 29th so next we're going to give you your release radar for the month of November lot lot of good shit in November which is kind of like as we always talk about just sort of counterintuitive to gaining you know momentum on like reviews and 
just in anything to do with publications. They're already writing their end of year lists in October because they get, you know, they get EPKs, so they're listening to the album months in advance of its release date, potentially sometimes. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so in, in for that reason, I feel like underground bands releasing anything beyond like late October is kind of not a not a good idea. But nonetheless, tons of good shit came out this month. First and foremost, The Romance of Affliction by CU Space Cowboy. I got to shout them out. I mean, I, I feel like they've... I don't want to get too deep into this because we're going to talk about it next podcast probably, but you know, they, they've just come such a fucking long way. They're like one of the biggest bands in fucking hardcore. I just got to say, called it. <laughs> fucking called it. You get your fucking... You get your key to the city. You get your star on the fucking chest. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say I told us so, but I fucking I told us so. Yep, uh, Dark Dark Trail released uh, the seven inch, uh, the split seven inch uh, that was the beginning. Fucking what, six years ago? I believe yeah, that was twenty seventeen, <clears throat> twenty eighteen. Excuse me. Twenty eighteen. Right. Right. So yeah, solid album. We'll talk about it next podcast probably. We'll talk about it. Speaking of things we're gonna talk, we gotta talk about uh, Spring Island by Delta Sleep. Uh yeah. I mean. The, God, talk about an incredible trajectory. <laughs> for this band. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's, yeah, it's good. Okay. Well, another <laughs> thing, we'll be talking about that soon, is what Levi is indicating there. <laughs> chip chip. <laughs> Boomers, Zoomers, and Desperate Coomers <laughs> by The Sound That Ends Creation. Gotta love that album title. Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> uh, Rien ne Sophie by uh, Plebeian Grandstand. Curia by Noise Trail Immersion. And just to keep this this blackened ball rolling, Christ yeah, Fucker let's, let's by Portrayal nice. of Guilt. Twin <gasps> Dream by Glassing. So yeah, that, that four album stretch right there. Plebeian Grandstand, Noise Trail Immersion, Portrayal of Guilt, and Glassing. You should put that on a fucking playlist. Turn off the lights and just take... Take take a fucking your, roll roll a roll a your fucking cloak uh, up. <laughs> yeah, put your cloak on. Burn burn some sage, some candles, you know, fucking and roll yourself a nice doink and just sit back and fucking blast through those albums. Yep. Well said. Uh, studio album by Incinathrock. <laughs> sort of lacking imagination, but I, I think that they're kind of sort of you know it's it's a it's it's a hit back at everyone who doesn't like their improvisational stuff live so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's a pretty funny studio album and that features uh, Colin Marston of <clears throat> Behold the Octopus et al let's see here uh, Pain Gel of Purification by Cara Nier we should probably talk about them at some point I've been following that band since like 2012 and they've just been putting some out some Nintendo core kind of style going on there for sure yeah they sort of switched it up a little bit on this album for sure they're super good. They've been they've just been doing it for like a decade now, so uh, we should probably talk about them. Blind Tiger, new self-titled EP by the same band. Good to see them come out with something a bit more substantial. Yes. Corridor of Chaos by Cloudburst, Indonesian mathcore band. Uh, Finite by Teeth, Tech Death from California. Uh, Shunners and Burrows by Coil Guns two-track little EP there. And then we had a bunch of singles. Uh, the Central dropped a single, Malevic, uh, Snakehound, Coma Cluster Void, Cell Damage dropped a split with Morrow, uh, Crisis Actor dropped a single, and Dead Soma, which is a band 
<clears throat> I just want to talk about it very quickly. You should probably be checking out Dead Soma. Er? From Sweden, yeah. Excuse me, my... <clears throat> I seem to have a frog in my throat. But yeah, the Dead Soma are a mathcore band from Sweden. Uh, they sound a lot like Frontier, kind of like Youth Forever, uh, Soul Keeper, oh, that no kind of vibe. Oh, no shit. Okay. Yeah, so something okay. to pay attention to. We'll probably end up talking about them when they get something a bit more substantial out, but just wanted to get them out in this new section. And then uh, Rolla Tomasi dropped a new single, and they've got a new album coming out February 22nd, and the title is Where Myth Becomes Memory. Uh, not not super wild about the single, and wasn't super wild about uh, you know time where we'll bury love forever or whatever it was. But um, you know there you, you just gotta you gotta give it to them for just sticking around and just being uh, you know just continually changing their style and just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You know they just done obviously yeah, such huge interesting. Yeah, they've just become such a big band, like a certifiably big band collaborating with really notable artists. Big, big, big. So, uh, yeah. New Rolo, what you know. Go check that out. And uh, that's it. And that's it for your release radar for the month of November. So the next band or project that we're going to talk about is Void Dweller. Void Dweller is a hip-hop cybergrind project from Iowa. We covered the project back in February when they released their <laughs> their album, Come, which I absolutely fucking adored, and we I used the music for Mathcore Index Fest 2021, like, in between bands, because <laughs> it was yep. just, like, so good. It slaps so hard, and he, they sample... It fit. It yeah. fit so well. Yep. Especially with the sampling of, of Mathcore bands which is one of the most notable features of the project you're probably familiar because we we always kind of we, we drop void dollar all the time but all right, if you're not familiar the band the, the project rather combines elements of hip-hop cyber grind and various electronic genres and sort of um employs a bit of a vernacular from mathcore along the way it's just so cool to see this project continue to rapidly evolve while remaining so prolific. I mean, this is the second full-length album of 2021 that we've seen from the project. And it's mm-hmm. striking out in new directions every album, in so many different directions on every album. And, and, and just the, what's most interesting about it is it's both retro-sounding and futuristic-sounding in its like aesthetics. Wouldn't you agree? Dude, it's so crazy. Um, when you try to describe this to somebody... I'd be like, oh, you know, it's like, oh, we got some, like this math core, you know, grinding stuff. And like, there's this guy like, like, but like, it's, it's so much more. It's so crazy that, um, this artist, uh, not only just does like this, um, it does just, there's no rapping over beats. It's, uh, you know, the rapping over like grind parts and like math, like mathy, like metal parts where it's just like, it really fucking hits a different, uh, way other than like, um, some people might just put this in the ball of like a just like a rap metal or something like that mm. but holy fucking shit like this is something that's not in an itself. inaccurate description either it just doesn't really have no. any organic guitar sounds it's usually like midi guitars yeah but it's um it's just where the the spoken word the rappy shit goes on it's just uh the sometimes just not over just a random beat it's uh just over just you know blasts and everything like that where it's like holy fucking shit this works so well like mm-hmm. how has this not been done before like wow it's it's kind of like one of the most purest musical experimentations that you can experience, in my opinion. It just takes you yep. so many places stylistically, while always tying it back to like the signature hip hop stuff, 
And then there's like metalcore sensibility with cyber grind and electronic elements too. It's just fucking, it's all over the goddamn place. Lyrically, lyrics are fucking top notch. The best. Love it. One of um, the best lyricists. The, so the inserts, inserts are great. Inserts Sorry. sometimes meld back into the actual vocals and everything like that, like samples. Uh, that's a fucking, that's, it's amazing. Um, and once again, just where you would imagine where if somebody tries to describe this band to you, you would think the, the, like the rapping vocals come at some point, but they don't, they come at just a metal tinged area where you just were not ready for that. And like, man, it's great. It's not even like head Bobby. It's just in its own way. It just rips. It's just this album rips. It's not even like, um, like, Oh yeah. Okay. There's plenty of those moments too, though, actually to be fair, it is, but it's just like, overall, it's just, it's relentless. It's fucking relentless. Like void dweller somehow, carries a beat but like it's just relentless with yes. just the savagery their stuff. ability to rap over anything and everything anything anything yeah <laughs> that's 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 <laughs> it's really goddamn impressive yeah this this project's so fucking cool all right so all right everybody out here that has not listened to this uh today i thought it was only a single mess christian christian said ah no no sir it is a full album i had enough time i jammed it but this album is damn near a fucking hour um, so I still need more time on this. Uh, I definitely enjoyed a few tracks and I have a few written down, but wow. Um, and just even that, you know, come came out, you know, within this February. last within a year ago. Right. It's like, holy fucking shit, man. Like this is a lot of content staggering a lot. Yeah. I'm glad you got a chance to at least listen to it so we can talk about it a little bit, but yeah, it's, it's, it's more than an hour long actually in 25 tracks. So it, it, I, I bought it. I bought it immediately, man. Had to pick it up and just like, I'll get back to it on Bandcamp here in a little bit. But yeah, yeah, totally. It's hard to give like a super good assessment to something you just listened to once. So yeah, but I got a few tracks. I got a few tracks that stuck out though. Um, okay. So uh, I'll start. Yeah, which, uh, which, were, um, which are sticking out to you. So uh, hats off. Uh, I find uh, tracks 10 to 12, uh, that whole Bloomberg collection. Amazing. Yeah. The, the inserts, the lyrics, just everything. So I would say track 10, 12 are my favorite track or tracks. I would general, say that. The Blueburn collection. I would say that the the track listing from track four to basically the end of the album is good. I didn't really Schlappin'. like it. Yep, yep. I mean, the first couple of tracks are good, but it, it really starts, I think, at track four under the sign of consumption featuring mm-hmm. uh, Invader Trin. I feel like that's where the album really picks up. It's like super hip hop oriented there. Walking Ghost Phase track five it has some like nice lo-fi hip hop vibes. Loving that Earl sweatshirt sample. <laughs> I thought that a uh, Void Dwellers Lean Mean Dead Horse Milking Machine. That's that's your super fun bouncy kind of like Bobby uh, hip hop. Yeah, there. man. Yep. Uh, um man dude I, I once again um christian like at this point you're gonna just you're gonna talk by yourself because i need more time for this record but like that that's all i got it's just like uh, this whole record slap but like i just that yeah well, to go I, back I what, to what you were saying yeah the bloomberg collection is definitely a great track and in particular though i think bloomberg collection three apoptosis uh new game plus the parent that is, is that, is that that'd be track 12 right <laughs> yeah that's track 12 that's Ooh, like, that, yep agreed agreed what agreed. makes that track special is it's like one of the most cyber grind informed tracks on the album with a kind of a mm-hmm. video game tinge so again yep. kind of the nintendo core as well there they're sort of yep. one and the same though aren't they 
Uh, well, I mean, we got another band that will be taking the Nintendo Core hat yes, tonight. And truly. this will not be Void Dweller. Yes, so. <laughs> that one. That one is conclusively more predominantly. I mean, Nintendo th- Core. Yeah, yes, I didn't. Yes. But is is so? Is Nintendo Core a subgenre of Cyber Grind? I believe it. I is. just say uh, the, the the more eight bit you throw <laughs> oh, in there, the more I'm going to call you Nintendo Core, man. That's what it <laughs> right, is. Right, right. The more me, you know? the more chip tuning you are, the more the yeah, more Nintendo Core yeah. you are. Absolutely. Yeah, or some people yeah. prefer to be called Sega Core, though. You know. <laughs> anyway. Nerds. This is this is an absolutely Fucking insufferable nerds. conversation. We're, we're we're jumping the gun here because yeah, we've got another project that's really down this this road that we're going. So, but yeah, loving that track a lot. I liked track nine, "How to Never Pay for Anything on the Internet Ever Again." It's got this combination of like drum and bass with hip hop screaming, and kind of like an off kilter, odd metered bridge. Really, really interesting track. Uh, Void Dweller's big old goddamn building. <laughs> Code Orange wishes they could take it to this level. If if Code Orange, <laughs> if Code Orange would just go hip hop, they might actually really become the biggest band in the world. But they're probably too afraid to do that. And but this is why Void Dweller should be the biggest artist in the world because the the uh, the ability, the, the willingness to go to these places and combine stuff that is so off the wall in, in combination with with metalcore and cybergrind. Just this 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 project should be huge. They go there. They, they really do. Yeah, yeah I, I could get carried away talking about the rest of the album. I've gotten notes on literally every single track from, like, from here to the end of the album. But um, I'll just say that the title track is the one that we're going to play, and that's because it's like the math core cut of the album. It's super technical, really aggressive, nice dissonant riffs, and still leaves some room for a hip-hop verse on the bridge. So, Okay. Sick. So we're going to go ahead and play for you Employee, which is track 18 from... Void Dweller's new album of the same name, and that came out on October 3rd. Here we go.
Alright, so that was Employee by Void Dweller, and that's off their new full-length album, Employee, which came out on October 3rd. Fucking well so done. good. Mm-hmm. And the, the back end of that album is so good, too. Like Everything from like track 12 on, especially, is just quality, dude. <laughs> so next, we're going to talk about Rat Punch. Rat Punch are a mathcore power violence quartet from Knoxville, Tennessee. And I would describe their sound, again, a mix of mathcore or grind and or power violence with a real party element, real element of humor yes. here. Yes. They're like partycore, yes. basically. <laughs> I mean, and this this just um, just as far as how animated uh, some of the vocals are, it just shows off right away wow. in the beginning. Yeah, yeah but, I, uh, I think I think the vocals might be the most divisive feature for sure. They can really just come across is sort of a bit sloppy, obnoxious, and like <laughs> incoherent. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, um, so, I think it's part of the charm, though. You know. Yeah. Uh, so the I would say off the bat, with we're just talking just about the lyrics, the more nasally nasal nasal vocals going on, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Uh, I did though enjoy fully enjoy and love the pv more like heavy cookie monster vocals it just screams pv so uh this band definitely is going up the right ladder as far as like their 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 approach here um it it was a good time uh it it took me ah, fuck man it took me probably three it took me about three listens through the album to like take it all in be like 
yep, fuck yeah, sign me up. But if you just had me listen to this the first time all the way through, I'd be like, I just don't know, dude. I fucking. That was exactly my reaction. And you show me this in the morning versus the evening, just like that kind of whole thing. Like, did I smoke some weed? Did I have a beard too? Like that kind of thing. Like these are all contributing factors. Like, so it, it took me a little time to like blast it through like once or twice here, there, like that kind of thing. But overall, um, like you said, um, it is a PV math core kind of thing and there's a party element and it's overall just, I I'd say this is a fun album. Um, and it's, that's, I just, it's fun. It's good. It's very it's good fun. Time. This is yep. a super fun. So they, they just dropped their debut album called it's a drink and they dropped it on october 15th and yeah it's what, what, a, what a fun what a fun listen i would have never expected the combination of power violence and math core to like jive works out pretty sync well together in any way shape or form but yeah they really have managed to pull together honestly i did not think i was going to end up liking this this much i, I sort of was kind of resisting liking it in a way because of those power violence elements i just it just didn't seem to work, especially when I heard the first single, Nightmare Ants, which is sort of an odd choice to lead with, and I also felt like it came across as a bit poorly executed. So I think right from the get-go, I was a bit turned off. I just found like the main motif of that song in particular to be a, a bit poorly conceived. Yeah, but, um, yeah. After getting through the whole fucking album, I just started reading the track listing, looking at the song names, and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, and really again those vocals they can they can really turn you off if you're not into power violence but if you start like kind of getting into the, like the the groove of what they do i mean it is it's part of the charm especially when they're just spitting on tracks like black metal face group <laughs> black metal facebook groups are really funny yep yep <laughs> which is a fucking brilliant song title that just gave me a right old laugh uh as a matter of fact, all the song titles are fucking amazing. Turbo Octane, excuse me, Turbo Octane Maximum Charge High Performance Traffic Jam. Dude, my favorite track, um, a sour caffeinated blue raspberry alcohol. It's like <laughs> just the description of excuse just like me? a random beverage, like a random beverage, like just the description of this beverage makes me so disgusted by it. But if you just told me it was like a blue raspberry. Uh, blue raspberry four loco i'd be like oh okay i'll try the four loco but like the way they just like describe it like that just like just a sour raspberry alcohol beverage you're like I, what is that i don't know dude <laughs> yeah um this squawking this, 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 anthemata from the trans-dimensional portal of thermotoxin incineration Jesus Fe- featuring Rig deluxe <laughs> <laughs> that's a great track though for real yep even though it's like impossible to say i can't say any of these fucking song titles right now but they're they're hilarious. Trust me on that. So, uh, I think "Rat Dad in a Garbage Can" is probably the track for the podcast, though it's super grindy on that intro. Massive breakdown on the tail end. Love it. Yep, love it. So we're going to go ahead and play for you "Rat Dad in a Garbage Can," which is track one from <laughs> Rat Punch's new album. It's a drink, and that came out on October fifteenth. Here we go. I'm so mealy-mouthed. Get an alcohol drink. Blue raspberry sour alcohol drink.
Honestly, that fucking goes. That's, that is so good. It works for me, doggy. It works I for can, me. I can't help but like love it. You know, after after you listen to it a couple of times, it's kind of it's undeniably lovable. Yeah. So that was Rat Dad in the Garbage Can, which is track one from It's a Drink, which is Rat Punch's debut full-length album, which they just released on October 15th. So next, we're going to talk about Blind Equation. Mm-hmm. Blind Equation are a Nintendo Core Cybergrind project from Illinois featuring James McHenry of Portals. And uh, the band, the project started out as a solo project, and it's since added a live drummer and a guitar synth player. So, first of all, just fucking cool to see this project progress in, in just like a year or so from being... Uh, I mean, I, I guess it's been around since like 2012, but you know they released that EP last year, and I feel like that's when I've been really gravitating towards their music. And it's Word. been getting better and better since then. Yep. So they just dropped their debut full-length album, Life is Pain, on September 30th, I think. And, uh, yeah, this is definitely Cybergrind or Nintendo Core at its finest. This is, this is some fucking quality shit. It, like we, like we mentioned earlier, this is, this is the Nintendo Core band that we were talking about. This would be what I would describe as Nintendo Core. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Really Uh, just pulling from artists like Horse the Band, uh, I Am Error, Bubblegum Octopus, Cutting pink with knives, like all those like classic, classic cyber grind kind of Nintendo core bands, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, 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 so as far as this band, it, it's pretty, uh, just it is what it is kind of thing for myself. Uh, so other than saying cyber grind, I really just have a favorite track or two, you know. And uh, it was just a, it was a fun listen. Um, you know, this really isn't something I would usually gravitate towards these days. You know, but That's yeah, fair. it's not really not for me, but yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I'm not the biggest Nintendo Core fan, but sometimes I really just get in the fucking mood for some chiptune kind of stuff, and this really, really hits Absolutely. the spot for that. Like, earlier today, I was, I mean, this got me listening to Horse the Band, basically. I like, went back and jammed Horse the Band, I jammed I Am Air, Bubblegum Octop, all those bands I just rattled off. I, just for context, especially, I went back and listened to them all, and then came back and listened to Life is Pain again. And yeah, just... It really does channel those classic kind of artists in like the, the the truest way. You really don't hear it executed this well, or or really that often. Honestly, it's not it's not like a super prevalent style. Like you can't really name too many current artists kind of like doing it this way, other than like Zombie Shark. So that being said, uh, which yeah, I was gonna say that's my favorite track. Actually, yeah. is uh, the uh, the what is it? Uh, shortages two, shortages two, mm-hmm. uh, featuring Zombie Shark. That'd be my favorite track. Yeah, God, so good to hear them collaborating. That that just was like meant to be. Mm-hmm. It, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I think that they should just go ahead and form an entirely new project together because they they really they seem to to jive super well. The singing on this track is also top notch as well. Yep. Uh, there, there's a great contrast, uh, in these two vocal stylings of the two artists here. Um, I would definitely say blind equation and zombie shark got a nice little combination going on. Yeah. It's, it's super, super solid. I really love how melodic the EP is as well. It really does hit those kind of same like mega man vibes that horse, the band evoked, you know, basically just like eight bit Gothenburg metalcore riffs. (laughs) Word word. Absolutely. 
and uh, some tracks I liked. I I think John Cena Funny Meme EXE is my favorite track. <laughs> also, that song title just fucking gets me. Those furies, uh, flurries rather of sense at the beginning. It's like mm-hmm. swarming mm-hmm. digital bees. Loving that groove on the bridge, really recalling some early, uh, early Genghis Tron for me. Again, shortages too is obviously quality with that zombie shark collaboration as we were just talking about. And then it I, just I, it hooked and yeah, it grabbed me there. And then I really really liked six 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 forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Super technical runs, catchy chorus, triple uh, six forever till the day I die. You don't fucking know me. I'm not your fucking guy. <laughs> fucking amazing valid, lyrics, dude. Valid that, point. Valid that, point. Okay. That fucking got me. Yeah, but if if you need some like some kind of like throwbacky Nintendo core with some metal core sensibility, definitely you should be listening to Blind Equation because last year that what is it, Born to Die? That was a great EP too. I'm actually kind of shocked that we didn't cover it last year. It just sort of slipped through the cracks, I guess. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's see here. What track should we give them? I think we should go ahead and I- give them. Let's do that John Cena funny meme EXE song. All right. All right. I yeah. think that's the one. You, you, you pick it, doggy. So we're going to go ahead and play for you <laughs> John Cena funny meme EXE. Great sample on that track, too, by the way. <laughs> and uh, that it, that is from Blind Equation's new full-length album, Life is Pain. And that came out on September 3rd. Here we go. So that was John Cena Funny Meme EXE by Blind Equation. And that's uh, track four from a new album that just came out on September 3rd. Life is Pain. So the last band we're going to talk about is Hopscotch Battle Scars. Bringing in the young guns for this fucking final band here. Yes. So, yeah, as Levi indicates, they're a new band, young band, that just started earlier this year, back in May. But they've already released a series of three singles, and more recently have followed it up with their debut EP, which is called 
First name, Hopscotch. Last name, Battlescars, which came out on October 15th. And, wow, this is... What a throwbacky kind of MySpace vibe to this. It's very, like, sassy, breakdown-heavy metalcore and mathcore, but even, like, a bit of deathcore that just really... It just, like, I would put money on someone in this band owning a white belt. <laughs> so, uh, overall... Um I just want to say that this band, uh, just hailing from Winnipeg, uh, they really are finding themselves in this uh, uh, EP. Um, and I really think that all we hear from here on out will be a finely tuned version of what we're listening to. Yeah. But this four-song EP is great. Very promising. Got a lot of vocal stylings. Uh, first off, whoever is doing that opening vocal and uh, the tick, the, the, the cancel me Elmo, the <laughs> snarled growled, like I believe yeah, that's the guitarist like, doing because the, the guitarist. Yes. That, the, that, that snarled vocal is amazing. And there are certain, there are like, there's probably, I'd say like solid two to three vocal stylings going on in this EP. Yeah. And I know, I know everybody's got a little hand in it uh, yes. for the four piece that they are. So yeah, they all contribute uh, but, on vocals from what I, I mean, I, I kind of like watched what part I, what of their I see too. They watching the videos, but yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, live it looks like the guitarist does the vocals, but in the studio, it seems like they're kind of like more or less all contributing to vocals. Yeah, or at least the the drummer and the guitarist are in the studio yeah. doing vocals. Anyway, yeah. There, so the result is there's a lot of different you know vocal stylings on this EP, and it's a pretty goddamn good mission statement too. It really just it takes me back to. To mosh shorts and VFW halls, you know. It's, That's great, man. That's like, great. <laughs> everything is there. Everything about it. I mean, the, their name is all one word. I mean, the song names are, are wacky. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love the singles, first of all, especially God Hates Straight Pride fa- uh, Flags, which they put out back in May. That was a fucking banger. And this, this is just, like, so goddamn moshy. Every track is just like a breakdown fest, basically. Yep. Yeah. Um. Uh. Overall, I just I, I think this is just such a a good uh, representation of like this is the resume of what hopscotch battle scars could be. You know, a mission um, statement. Yeah, the mission statement for sure. Uh, favorite track, like I said, uh, it's gonna be cancel me, Elmo. Yeah. Uh, lyrics, lyrics hit on every fucking track. Great lyrics, um, especially and it, on Speak IRL though. Pew, 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 pew. And so, like, that kind of style, like, just continue this. Like, this is just the beginning. Like, let's go. Like, the lyrics are fucking really feeding. And, like, uh, they hit. They fucking, they make a lot of sense. If you could write tracks like that, you're going to fucking blow up. This band is going to get huge. That that song in particular is, like, a song that makes a band, like, get big what i what i what i really do enjoy about this uh this band uh it, I, I i'm i'm pretty sure in the early essence of this was only a two piece and i think it really just kind of became its uh an actual like live band i think you're right uh, uh what i'm seeing from the credits in the uh all that and also hopscotch fucking like this ep that's out list everybody that's on the ep like we i go to band camp i got that band camp uh that purchase there and i don't know who's who's involved in this i don't know what's going on here levi man. needs like, to know who is up. in the band tell now. me what's up but i got the lyrics so also uh i'll take you know it's a give and take hopscotch you got me on the lyrics but let me know who's in the band uh but but anyways um i would just say that this is very promising fucking game on let's go with some canada fucking brutal brutal shit
yeah, it's fucking heavy. Uh, again, speak IRL. It's not like technically impressive or anything, but fuck me if that's just not like an instant class classic of a mosh song. You know, it just yep. it goes dummy hard, especially when it repeats the chorus with the D beat. <laughs> yep. yep, that's just that's fucking outrageous. Um, Great shit, man. Yeah, I also liked. Uh, there's definitely shrimp in here. The parenthetical so title, the horniest damn fishing lure this side of the Mississippi. Loving that huge breakdown. That that that's that's the best breakdown I think of the of the EP is in that track. Uh, but there's a lot of breakdowns. It's all it's 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 a great just slammy little like a uh, thing to to listen to. You know, no, just again the way that Speak IRL starts. You know, if you hate me, say it to my face. Talking shit online won't help your fucking case. Like that. It's yeah, so, exactly. It's like that damn. is so tough, dude. <laughs> and the lyrics. I mean, the, I mean, the vocal styling is just like. Uh, 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 it's different completely from no it's unabashedly moshy they like literally wrote that song just to make people dance but they like did it they did it so well yep well done hopscotch well done but yeah i think cancel me elmo is like the podcast song just once again everybody just the 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 opening this is the opening track and just that snarled growled thing it's like okay let's okay let's do this so we're going to go ahead and play for you Cancel Me Elmo, which is track one from First Name Hopscotch, Last Name Battle Scars, which is the debut EP from Hopscotch Battle Scars, and that came out on October 15th. Here we go. too funny holly all right so that was what's the fucking name of that song that was cancel me elmo and that's track one from first name hopscotch last name battle scars which is hopscotch battle scars debut ep which came out on october 15th fucking some bangers on that and again if you haven't if you're not familiar with this band just go back and listen to the last song on this EP, because if that didn't sell you, then that certainly will. You better put up some foam padding though, because you're gonna you're gonna break something. Absolutely, there's gonna be a lot of bro- broken stuff, so just watch out. Levi, you're on mute. No, I'm not. That has never happened before in the history of the podcast. How am I? No, I'm not. I, w- I was just on you're mute. Not on mute? Did I mute you? No, no, what? no. You mute. You muted me. <laughs> I muted you. I was- <laughs> Yeah, what the, whoa, whoa, this is a new thing? Wait, That's you've so been funny. muting me this whole time? This, this, is, <laughs> this whole time I could have been muting you? Just kidding. I knew I could do that. But um, <laughs> it was totally accidental. I meant to mute myself, and I assumed that I was on fucking mute. So I was probably, like, breathing weird in the fucking microphone. Like, Nah, you were fine, dog. I didn't hear too good. much. So, yeah. 
Alright, so before we wrap this up, I just want to remind everybody, if you uh, you made it to the end of this podcast, we do have a Patreon. Uh, if you like what you heard and you want to support us, go check that out. Get some cool benefits. Become a part of our community. Uh, get on the fucking Discord and get in the fucking chat. We're on here every day, chopping it up, having a just a grand old time. It's, it's a loving circle. Uh, you should you should be a part of it. We'd, lo- we'd love to see you in there. And, uh, of course, yeah, you can always follow us on all platforms you know we're on uh we're on itunes and we're on soundcloud and we're on spotify so you know go go leave us leave us some nice words leave us reviews leave us five stars and make sure that you follow us all those all those things all the above so i guess that about wraps it up for the 70th episode of MathCast. i'm your host christian and i'm your co-host levi and we'll be back again next month with some more sick underground bands. Good night, and stay beautiful.